In this episode of Wisdom Talks, John Barter provides some reflections and teachings on the importance of inner stillness and silence. Turning down and turning off self for a time to see what else is going on. So one of the most distressing things for our self, one of the most distressing things for the self, is to stop thinking. Because uh, when, uh, when the, the mind stops thinking, then where are you? Who are you? What are you? It uh, doesn't take too, uh, too much time in the practice of meditation to, uh, to realize that uh, when uh, the body is in the posture of meditation, which could be sitting, standing, walking, or uh, lying down. And when the, the uh, brain is uh, engaged in the mental activity of being aware, focusing attention in the present, not on a thought about the past, not on a thought about the future, when there is uh, no thought happening, that at the same time, because there is no thought, there is no self happening. It's only on reflection where there may be a thought, I am aware, that there's a sense of self back again. Other than that, there's just awareness. Awareness happening in the present. So in this way, uh, this very much um, echoes what the, the Buddha said two and a half thousand years ago, that um, with this mind we make ourself, uh, with this mind we make the whole world, and the whole world exists within the mind. And certainly uh, thought, the activity of thinking is, is very much um, the, the building blocks of creating, creating a sense of me, self, and my experience and my world to, to exist into. And this has also very much been um, mentioned by a French philosopher that we probably uh, know of. I've mentioned his name before. And uh, his statement about, um, or even a defining statement about being a human being has uh, been very instrumental in, in how Western science has developed for several hundred years. So uh, he said uh, in Latin, cogito ergo sum. Cogito, as in thinking, cognizing. Um, ergo, as in I, my ego. Zoom, am. So I think, therefore I am. And uh, as to whether René Descartes, the French philosopher, uh, meant it in this way, I'm not exactly sure. There's various opinions about what he meant and, and uh, sort of um, commentaries on, on how that statement has been taken. But uh, from a wisdom perspective, if we take that as um, I think, therefore I am, I am because I think, what I am is thought. I am only thought. I have no real existence beyond thought. 
So the, the I, the self, is this ongoing process and mental patterning created out of particular thoughts. So what happens when there is no thought happening? When thinking stops, then the, the activity of self-making stops, so selfing stops. And appreciating also that so much of the, the uh, uh, stress and suffering that people experience, apart from physical pain, uh, it's, it's self that suffers. It's self that is uh, caught up in um, being angry, frustrated, disappointed, wanting, not wanting, clinging, craving, rejecting, whatever. So the thinking creates the self, and it's the self that suffers. So when the, the self, when the thinking stops, the self stops, the suffering stops. And what is left is peace. Not even peace for someone, because that would be another thought. I am experiencing peace. This is very peaceful. I like this. I'm back again. <laughs> I want more of this. <laughs> how, can I, how can I set that, this up to have more? But there's just peace. And in a way, especially in, the, in that context of the, the mind being quiet, so there's, there's silence. The mind is silent. The mind is still, and um, the mind is also spacious. So there's inner stillness, silence, and spaciousness. And this is very much enabled through the practice of meditation. So whilst, whilst some meditations use, use thought, so we've practiced uh, like a, a metta meditation, the development of uh, quality of kindness and care, and love and connection and even using some thought, using even the idea of I, I love you or I care about you or I feel whatever towards you. So using thought in this way and sometimes uh, vipassana meditation, so insight meditation uses some degree of thought for contemplation, reflection. What is the nature of this, this body state, this felt state, this, this mind state, this mind content? So using thought, sure but fundamental, basic meditation, a meditation that transcends the domains of different even religions, um, different spiritual uh, traditions, even in the context of Buddhism, the foundation meditation is the mind focusing on something fundamental like the breath, which doesn't require thought. Am I breathing? Uh, why am I breathing? How many breaths am I breathing in a minute? Uh, why is the in-breath uh, shorter than the out-breath? That's just thinking, but that's not happening in the meditation. There's just awareness of the in-breath, out-breath as it's happening in the present moment. No past in that, no future in that, just now, now knowing awareness. So basic meditation provides a platform for something incredibly profound where the mind transcends the limitation limitations of, of self. This is me and I'm a 50-year-old chap doing this and, and um, did that and didn't do, didn't do something else and hope for this and uh, wish, wish about that. Gone. There's, there's no limitations created by self and, and thinking and conditioning. There's, 
there's unlimited, unlimited awareness in that sense. So self is very much a limiting factor to experience, and especially the thinking, even the th certain thoughts that, uh, that we are conditioned to have. I'll think that, but I won't think that. That's not in the domain of my thoughts, or my language doesn't extend to that, those sorts of thoughts. So beyond that, there's unlimited awareness. And therefore, great, great freedom, great peace. So fundamental basic meditation, but moving into something profound for the human being to, you can't even say experience, because experience demands an experiencer, which in this sense is after the fact, wow, that happened to me. But the, the, the fact was, it happened because you weren't there, you weren't happening. The peace happened, the stillness happened, the freedom happened because thinking wasn't happening, therefore there wasn't a me experiencing it, limiting it, getting confused by it, getting, getting distressed by it. You weren't happening. But after the fact, the mind goes, that happened. And the mind tends to add a my to things. It was my meditation, in my meditation, it was my experience. So the my added to experience creates an I. So myying equals eyeing, creates an ego, I. Reference point, happened to me. And in the past, so past basically is just some, some mental images or mental signs, as mental um, sounds happening in the mind in the present moment. So if we all think about um, uh, this morning, some, you know, a thought of uh, this morning, which was, uh, you had to be there to have that um, memory. <laughs> Even if it was a, if it was a memory of um, seeing something on television that was happening elsewhere, but I was there to experience, experience it. Um, but uh, in fact, that memory is a mental image happening in the brain in the present moment. And then we add a my, add a, add a my to it, my memory, which means that I, you know, it's an I, and I was in the, in the past. So I existed in the past, and in many pasts, continuing, continuing, continuing up to now, and I can see myself in the future. So I've now got future existence, which creates this continuity of a sense of me. But really it's all just happening in the mind in the present moment and based upon thoughts, based upon certain thoughts, limitations of thoughts, which then creates a sense of our whole world of experience. So again this is where the Buddha said that um, with this mind the world is made and the world exists in the mind and is very much thought-based. And as Eckhart Tolle um, said, very much along these lines as well, that um, um, thought you know, creates one's whole experience. Therefore, it's so important to be mindful of the thoughts that are occurring and to be mindful of uh, the proper use of thoughts and to see how thoughts do create this identity that we call the self, even call uh, myself we call I or me, and so to see what's being created there. 
this relational tool that is being used uh, for relating into life and related to other, other selves that have the same name as you. It's amazing. Everyone has the same name. <laughs> Who are you? I'm me. You can't be me because I am me. <laughs> We've got the same name. <laughs> have a few other names we have as well. Even the one our, ones our partners call us. <laughs> the pleasant ones or the unpleasant ones. <laughs> but uh, to see that that apparent reality being created. But uh, very much uh, the importance of, of uh, the practice of meditation to give the mind a break from the, the, um, the mental machinery of me making. And it's important to, to have a me or to have a self. That, that's, that's, why, that's why it exists, to uh, be able to collect information, collate information, calculate information, communicate information based upon a reference point, me. Uh, so that, that's important. Otherwise, uh, life would get very, very confusing. It would be difficult to, to order, order through life in terms of planning or remembering and... Um, especially if there was a, a fluidity to who you were, which you know, there is to some degree, but there's enough, enough sort of um, stability to make things work so that when you wake up in the morning, you go, ah, oh, it's, it's me, as opposed to you wake up in the morning and you're the neighbour. I've <laughs> 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 got movies about that sort of thing. <laughs> Waking up in somebody else's body. <laughs> But uh, you know, you wake up and you're still you. Damn, <laughs> I'm trying to get beyond myself. <laughs> but um, it makes it makes life workable. But it's it's important part of uh, certainly being mindful and uh, the development of uh, understanding and wisdom and insight and spiritual practices is to understand the the way in which this mental machinery works, so that there's less and less ignorance less and less ignoring reality truth, um, less and less being caught up, caught out by the appearance of things, and then more of an ability for self to be used skillfully with a reduction in, in stress, a reduction in complexity, a reduction in confusion in life, more ease, more energy, more wellness, more peace. So again, this is uh, uh, why I feel meditation is such an important and powerful thing for human beings to, to engage upon, to create some balance between the, the ongoing thinking that happens, the thinking and the selfing and the creating, to um, have some time out where there's less thinking, even no thinking, and no thinking, and no creating, and no creating, and no, no sort of becoming into stress and so forth, but just peace. And I think that uh, the, the busier and the more complex our life becomes, and we don't have too much choice in that, life is getting more complex and busier, maybe more confusing, but not that doesn't have to happen if we're balancing that busyness and complexity out with time out, 
time out from thought, time out from self, just being. So the, the body, and the brain, the mind, just being aware to balance out. Otherwise, don't balance out, then that's when burnout happens. Mental overload, stress, distress, um, psychological disease, burnout, and also then physiological um, distress, disease, burnout, sickness as well. So creating some balance. And uh, very much in, the, in line with, um, again, something which Eckhart Tolle said, that uh, the people getting very much caught into things, and the things and, and the happenings and the, and the thinking. And that's why retreat becomes really important, enabling some inner stillness, some inner silence, some inner spaciousness, not just because of a retreat situation, but internally as well. And the balance is very much symbolized in the, uh, the Taoist symbol of the, the yin-yang symbol, which uh, is a... Is a a circle, so the, the whole, and one side being dark, the other side being light, white and black, and both require each other and both are supported by each other and both are part of the, the same whole. So the the um, the um, the Taoist symbol is not all black, it's not all white, it's it's both together. And in fact it actually geographically is the image of a mountain and a valley. So the, the mountain is the white part and the valley is the, the dark part. And so it, it represents like the also polarity, the masculine, feminine, or the, or the, um, the strong and the, the uh, not so much the weak, but the, the soft, the, the outgoing or the inward going, sort of balancing into a, into a whole a whole approach to make things worthwhile. It's a bit like um, trying to have uh, mountains without having valleys. Doesn't work. Um, well, it does work. It becomes, the mountains disappear, just becomes a plateau. Just flat land, because it's just all you know, the tops. But having the valleys means there's the ups and downs, which is also what uh, what life is, what human experience is, the in-breath, the out-breath, the comings, the goings, rising up, moving, moving down again, life and death. But that is a, is a whole approach and balanced. And so outwardly, but also inwardly. And again, meditation becomes part of the balance of the outward activity, the movement, the um, maybe excitement, and the self balance with um, downtime, being time, knowing time. So being and knowing, rather than always just doing, thinking, doing, thinking, doing, thinking. And the doing and the thinking will be enhanced because of just the being and the knowing. They both sort of uh, help each other. Again, as Eckhart Tolle mentioned uh, on the, the talk where... Um, even less thought, less thought enables thought to become more meaningful and more powerful. The mind that has less thought, whether it's a period of time in the day of meditation, no thought, or some space between thoughts, means the thoughts are more 
clear and more defined and more concise and more precise and maybe more creative, more potential as well, as opposed to just inner white noise. As someone asked you a, a question at work and the, the eyeballs just rolling around. <laughs> too many thoughts. <laughs> Smoke's coming out the ears. <laughs> but if there's a bit of space in this, like, ah, yes, let me think about that. Got it. I've got the, the idea that's going to change this company, turn it around, <laughs> we'll become listed, <laughs> we'll save the economy. <laughs> and all because I did my meditation this morning. <laughs> so if we were educated, if the brain was educated to enable the program that we call self to be aware of change through the course of the lifetime and pretty much the lifetime of the body, that the self will change and sometimes it'll be a, like initially a, a child's, a baby self, a child's self, an adolescent self, a, a young adult self, a self in relationship to others in various ways, a couple self, a partner self, husband self, wife self, parent self, now I'm a parent self, I'm parenting, um, employed, maybe unemployed, retired self, a self without parents because they've died, um, and then a self that maybe doesn't have a partner, pa partners died, or a, or a self with a modified body because hair's gone, or maybe the, the teeth are gone, <laughs> or I've lost six inches because I'm <laughs> whatever. So the body, the the self realizes I am. I will be a modified self, modeling, modifying through the lifetime, and then maybe even neurological functioning as well. I can't remember, uh, or I can't think so well, um, or I keep on repeating myself, uh, whatever it might be. Um, so that's that sort of conditioned into the, the program, so it's less distressing for the self that, as you're saying, myself, trying to seek continuity, because that's part of what the program of self does. It tries to seek continuity. This is me. It's always been me. I'll always be me. This is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I am. Holding on to even negative things because it fears being different. So, and that's where, again, emphasizing in meditation, we can see that the, the I and the, the my and the me, it, it stops. And then there's just the inner stillness, silence, spaciousness of the mind. And maybe... In the meditation, maybe a few thoughts come up, which then goes, oh, my memory or my image, and so the, 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 the my and the meing happens again, but then up back to the breath. So it comes and goes, and then outside of the meditation, okay, engaging back into the, the uh, I am here, and I'm doing this, and I'm going home to my house, and so it's, it's picked up by the mind and used as a, as a helpful construct. But it's not a, not always ongoing. It's not continuous. It's there's pauses, even to sleep, even to sleep. The brain has to go, turn off self, because self can't self can't actually um, um, be around if the body's going to go to sleep. And that's one of the one of the benefits of quietening the thinking down when because there's information that's there that can be used that um, the brain isn't so aware of until the thinking quietens down to actually sense something beyond just the, the mental chatter. Even to be able to 
access what somebody else might be saying or sensing or feeling because we stop talking, either speaking externally or mentally, which then helps us to, to understand what someone else is saying, which is very, very difficult if, if, we're, if our mind is chattering so much and so noisy that we're not even hearing what our partner's saying. So that's where turn off the thinking and even which turns off the self, which is filtering, filtering the information. Self filters information. Here we go again. She said this before. I don't believe this. You know, what am I supposed to do with this? Let's just turn it off. And well, we could even say, don't just get out of your head. Um, don't be at all. Because if you're out of your head, you're sort of out there listening. But it was, we're turning down and turning off self for a time to see what else is going on. So this evening, the, the emphasis being on the importance of inner stillness and silence and spaciousness that comes when thought is in abeyance and the emphasis on meditation for that possibility. That um, thought is, is really, really important and self is important and, we need to have, and there needs to be a healthy sense of self, but that can be enabled by having pause, having a break, having some downtime, having some just knowing awareness, being, knowing, rather than doing, thinking all the time. So, um, do uh, give that some thought, <laughs> not too much, <laughs> and have a good week and see you next time. That's all for this episode. Until next time, head over to wellawareness.com.au and discover what's on offer for relieving stress and creating well-being. From counselling to meditation groups and weekend retreats.